0: Welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Matson and in this podcast we're gonna talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now let's get into some juicy content. Hi, hello. Have you heard the good news? It's a national holiday this week. My birthday! <laughs> oh, Morgan, I' like standing ovation, people freaking out, crazy applause add some sort of soundbite here because i know that's what people are doing listening to this i am excited to record today's podcast i have a lot a lot a lot of thoughts (laughs) i have like this note that i've been writing when i have had the energy to do a podcast i actually recorded a podcast a few days ago and it just it it was before, so last week I had a really crazy week and I felt like all of my energy was going towards the excitement of the things that were coming up. So I went to a Foo Fighters concert, which is like one of my top bucket list concerts I am obsessed in love completely devoted to Dave Grohl like he is my daddy he is Morgan's daddy he is Cammy's daddy (laughs) he is so sexy so I had that and then the next morning I flew to see Taylor Swift again um and I had last minute decided to do that like literally the week before so there was just so much going on and then I had a little party with like my really close friends and family. This weekend to kick off my birthday week, and I have exciting things going on this week. I think I've already told this in the podcast, but I'm going to tour the um, Walt Disney Studios on Friday, which is like my dream. I've literally watched every single Imagineers documentary you could watch. I've watched everything on YouTube. Like I am so excited. I I can't even wait. And then we're going to Disneyland. Um, and we're also just going to have a free time day to just like lay by the pool and not have to do anything and just hang out and talk. So it's going to be really fun. I'm really excited about that, but that feels like less, it feels like there's less of my energy going to that. Cause it's, it's, I don't want to say it's, it's expected. I don't know. There's just something different about like live shows. <laughs> live shows are my purpose in life and every single time I go to them, It's like I have a level up because they're such... They truly feel like one of, like, the only three things that matters to me. It's, like, my people, my dogs, and live entertainment. (laughs) Truly. Um, Travel deserves to be on there. But, honestly, live shows is above travel. Like, if I could never travel again, but I could go to live shows as much as I want, that would, like, be my best life. Not my best life, but it wouldn't be bad by any means. Um... So I feel like I just had a ton of energy that was ready to explode going to these concerts. And so anytime I sat down to record a podcast, it was just like an overload and none of it made sense. So all of that to say, the past few weeks, I've had a lot of different things come up that I wanted to talk about. Um, A lot of different thoughts. So the first thing, let me actually pull up my notes so I don't forget any of it. And then watch, I'm going to say I have like all of these notes (laughs) then I it's gonna be like the shortest podcast episode sometimes when I have a lot of notes it can actually make it less long and rambly which I guess is better for you because I get to the point um but the first thing that's been coming up a lot lately so if you've been here for a while you know I love to talk about consistency and I believe that consistency builds momentum and it creates really huge change in our business um But I think when we're forced, at least for me, when I, I can't talk for we, but I'll say for me, when I'm forcing consistency, the last thing I want to do is be consistent. All I want to do is rebel from whatever sort of like rule I'm putting on myself of like, you need to show up and do this and then do this. Like, to me, that doesn't create momentum. That feels like it's operating very much in like a... Um, it's like... Okay, so you know the metaphor. And I, I, I like this imagery, but I actually feel like it's it's off. It's off for this time of my life, and it might be off for this time in your life. So have you ever seen the image of it's like somebody picking away um, in a mine, and there's like diamonds. They're searching for diamonds. And there's... You can see two guys doing it, and... <laughs> I should just insert the image in the show notes. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. But you can see two guys doing it. And the one guy quits right before he gets to the diamonds. And then the other guy keeps chipping away. And he ends up getting to the diamonds. And the one guy was literally inches away from striking whatever he was looking for. So... I feel like sometimes the forced consistency of, like, show up every single day, no matter what, do the thing, do it when you're scared, do it when you're tired, do it when you're uninspired, like, part of me loves that, (laughs) and part of me really does, like, respect people who hustle like that so much, and I think it's because... That's not really how I've built my business in any way, shape, or form. If, if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. Even to the point of like, I don't want to say it to the point of no return. That sounds like so detrimental. But to the point of like, I've missed deadlines. I've met, like, I truly am most like I'm really consistent in the way that I only do the things that I'm excited about because I feel like when my energy is ba- backing them and it's true excitement that's when the thing that I create or the action that I take is the most potent but back to that metaphor of chipping away and chipping away that's to me what like consistency feels like and I think that's an important metaphor and that kept me going a lot in the beginning of my business when I was seeing completely no results like in the very beginning when it felt like I was just posting just a post and no one cared and no one like that was the image that I kept thinking of was I could be inches away from the diamonds that I'm searching for if I give up right now I'll never know. So I definitely think there is power in that image. But what they don't tell you about this image (laughs) that I just realized is if you hop up and maybe there's a ladder, you climb the ladder and walk a few steps, then there might be stairs back down into the mine where somebody has already done all of the excavating and you get to just go up and pick up your diamonds. AKA experience some sort of quantum leap and those leaps in our business, I don't think you can force a quantum leap, but I do think the action that you take and the way you take action and the person that you are embodying, that is going to lead to those quantum leaps. So I like to think of consistency more so as a rhythm. I had one of my past clients call it that and I'll never forget that because that was such a good... That was a really good metaphor for me to think of it as a rhythm instead of like forcing yourself to keep doing it. So I like to think of consistency as it's my rhythm. It's the things that I do every day or, you know, multiple times a week. It's not something that I'm like forcing myself to do. And it's the things that I do in between the quantum leaps to kind of start prepping my life for this next level. And then I think this is something that's really important. Once you experience that quantum leap, so once you feel like you have... You have shifted into a reality that doesn't make sense. You're like, what is happening? I'm getting all of these signs from the universe. I'm having, you know, my best month ever, or I have so many clients reaching out to me, or my audience is growing. Everything's going viral. Congratulations, you've experienced a quantum leap. And I really love living in 2023. And I think just in this time with social media, because those moments those quantum leaps I feel like are even more possible under the magnifying glass of social media like I I just feel like it adds this potency that we've never been able to experience before as like humanity honestly unless I like don't know about social media during Atlantis times (laughs) I'm sure they had social media um they just probably named it something like way freaking cooler like online oracle or like um they probably didn't even say online collective oracle (laughs) collective I don't know anyways um it's it's way more possible right now but I think something that's important I wasn't even planning on talking about this by the way this just goes to show I can't write notes I guess they gave me something to push off against we're, we're gonna touch back on consistency in a second the what I wanted to talk about it with but Once you've reached that new level, what's really important is that your consistency rises up to that. So instead of going back and just doing what you've always been doing, that's going to, it'll work. It's not going to ruin anything. So don't have any fear around like, oh, I'm just doing the same things. It's going to work. It's going to keep chipping away at that diamond. But again, you're going back to that having to exert effort to equal this reward, which like I said, that is not wrong. That is not wrong by any sort of way, but when I look at my business and the times that I've done things that really change things long term, it's been, like, the time I've created... The time I created my first course is a really huge one Um, because that was a quantum leap that has served me over and over again where, like, now I make... 90% of my money probably from... I just shout out statistics. (laughs) I shout out numbers, percentages, that I actually have nothing to back that up. But I make most of my money from courses. It might be a little bit... It might be like 75% to 25% now because I have more one-on-one clients just... That's naturally happened. That's an example of a time that I had a quantum leap where it was like, holy shit, like I'm doing this. Another example is when I created Million Dollar Brand Academy. That program has made me hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's created clients who have continued to purchase from me, who have come to my retreats, who have booked my, you know, long-term one-on-one, who have become some of my best friends. Honestly, I've met some of my best friends through Million Dollar Brand Academy, which is crazy to think. I like actually haven't even realized that. And then if I think about the opportunities opportunities those friends have brought me or those friends have shared about my business to their friends like it's so exponential um but it's important as we're experiencing those leaps to be like what does my new rhythm look like because it's really easy just to be like fuck yes like I'm so excited I'm so rich like time to do this time to do that But then it's like, okay, this is, this is how I want to explain it. But I don't, I don't love this. So you know how, I don't know if you've ever heard this term in like finance, they call it lifestyle creep. So it's like you, you make more money and then your lifestyle adjusts. And so then you need to continue making more money to keep your lifestyle what it is. I don't think that's a bad thing. People talk all the time about like, it's so bad to have lifestyle creep, whatever. I like it. (laughs) I like feeling like there's, there's more fire under my ass to keep going. Um, this could be, I'm because I need motivation in human design. Like I like feeling like I need to make more money that keeps me going. Um, but I think it's a good example of the same thing when you quantum leap energetically that lifestyle creep. I want that to happen in your business. So I want to not demonize lifestyle creep and then bring that same energy into, okay, you've created this, this amount of money in your business, or you've created these results or you've created this growth. How can you now create a habit or a rhythm that keeps that amount of growth up so I talk about this in Million Dollar Brand Academy we set a monthly minimum and I have your monthly minimum be the the largest amount you've ever made in your business because and people have a really hard time with this people really do people struggle with this and they come up with all these excuses of I'm not going to be able to hit that that was Black Friday that was this that was that I launched my biggest course here and like cool if you want that to be your story but the truth is you've shown your subconscious it's possible and all that's happened if you're not believing that's possible anymore is you went back to your old lifestyle you didn't let your subconscious creep come in (laughs) it's not a very good word but I feel like you'll know what I'm saying you didn't let yourself adjust to this new reality where you're like this is just my new reality and this isn't to say like I actually think nothing sounds more stressful than like having a super successful month and then like or even a super successful couple couple of years. And then buying a psychotically big house that feels like a stretch. Or, you know, like that type of thing actually doesn't feel good to me. Maybe it feels good to you. I have like issues with, I need to like change my stories around real estate. Don't message me and try to change my stories for me. <laughs> I will do it on my own, on my own terms. I think for me, freedom is just my most important thing. So I love the fact that it's like, I could just run away from my life if I wanted to and it would be fine because I don't like own anything anyways as a complete side note but by like by leveling your life up to the quantum leap I wanted to feel like so for example if you're the person who runs your social media non-stop and you've always run it nonstop, stop you have a super successful month and then you keep being the person who runs your social media that's that's stepping back into the old you And so I I want it to be this moment of like, when you're having these increases in business, instead of saying, I can't change anything. I don't want to break anything. I want you to realize the universe is giving you a gift of saying like, look, this is working. Now, how can you make it work even better? How can you free up more of your magic for the next level? Because the next level is going to require more of you, but in a different way than how you've been showing up. But I did want to touch on this point of consistency. I feel like, I've probably said this. I know I've heard this a ton of times. That consistency is the way that you make your audience trust you. And I think that's true to a certain extent. I think it is true that... It will help your audience trust you if they see you show up consistently and they're used to your face and they know you're going to be there. And also there's a million trillion other ways that you can make your audience trust you. You can make them trust you by your results. You can make them trust you by your branding. You can make them trust you by the lifestyle they see you living. You can make them trust you just by them hearing you teach, them hearing your content, them seeing you style something, them seeing your house. Like there's so many different ways that you can get your audience to trust you and so if you're holding this like level of I have to be commitment I have to be committed non-stop so that my audience trusts me it's like I feel like there's there's a story of low self-worth there that it's like you think your work ethic is what is creating your success when in reality it's your magic it's your overall magic I mean I am like such a Die Hard swifty right now which is the craziest timeline it is so weird that I am on this timeline right now because I'm telling you a year ago I thought she was the most cringe person in the world well I will say folklore changed me like her album folklore it was like my <laughs> it changed my life I'm not being dramatic I loved it so much but her as a person and just like everything I thought she was I hated it, so it's so weird that I'm such a Swifty, but to use her as an example, there's been times in her career that she hasn't released an album for years, and, like, people didn't say, oh, I don't trust her anymore because she's not releasing an album every single month. It's just, that's just the flow of things, and so, yes, I think consistency builds momentum, but, like, quit creating this story out of it where you act like it's everything, where you act like it's the only thing that's going to make your business successful, I like to think of it as a magnifying glass again to use that metaphor of like social media is the same way but it's like a magnifying glass the more consistent you are the more times you're putting yourself out there yes it might result in more sales but there's a lot of things you can do to result in more sales so it's the combination of both like I'm not saying you don't have to be consistent obviously it's going to help but I think when there's this energy behind it of like I have to do this thing and where this might be showing up is if you're somebody who is not consistent naturally you're telling yourself that I can't be I can't be successful because I'm not able to show up con- as consistently as this person or whatever that does not have to be true at all that literally does not have to be true and some of like my friends who are the most successful they barely show up. (laughs) Like, um, I mean, I definitely have friends on the other side too, who are showing up nonstop and I can say the same with clients. It's like, I have my clients who are showing up every single damn day. They're always selling something. They're always launching something. And then I have my clients who launch something once a year and there's not this level of like, okay, the people who are consistent are way more successful. Like it's all over the board. I think what's really important is that you are committed, that you're committed to what you're doing and that your people can feel that, but that doesn't have to mean that you're committed because you're showing up every single day. And I found that my rhythm, I mean, if you're somebody with a uterus, like you probably have heard of like cycle syncing and all of that. And I don't do this, um, super intentionally because <laughs> as soon as I start like creating, a uh, as soon as I start creating a story out of something, then I want to break away from it. it. It happens with, like, human design and astrology, too, where I'm like, this is the answer, and then a couple months later, I'm like, fuck this, I'm never listening to this again. <laughs> it's like, I have to go through, like, being devoted to it, and then rebelling from it, and then I come back to a neutral place, but um, I've never, like, <clears throat> formally cycle Seeing to, I'm like, okay, I'm in my... Gluteus maximus phase, or whatever it's called. I think it's called like gluteo. I actually truly don't know. I don't know the names of the different phases, but I know this: the week before I start my period, I want to end my business. As soon as I start my period, probably one or two days after, I'm ready to take on the world. I'm ready for ultimate domination. I am ready to change everything. I'm ready to make a million. So, I I just know that from like experience. Um. So if you're somebody with a uterus, like you probably can feel that there's times in your business when stuff happens so easily and that flow is so easy and you don't have to force things. And then there's times when it feels like you're having to force it. And I notice if during those times I'm trying to force it, if I just take my foot off the gas and put it in neutral for a second, it's not even like I have to put on the brake, right? Maybe I'm rolling down a hill. It's a little less fast than I'd like to be going. But if I do that, everything is is more smooth. In my business, and then the times that I want to have energy, I'm not burnt out from forcing myself to do things. So, there's a little thought on that consistency topic. You don't have to make your audience trust you through consistency, and honestly, I think having this this um, intention of like getting your audience to trust you, and like it, it just has this it has this low worth frequency to it. It has this proving energy, which isn't bad. I mean, it's not good or bad. It just is. But I think when we're existing in that proving energy of like, I just need to prove this to my people and I need to prove that I'm good enough and I need to prove that I'm consistent and I need to prove they can trust me versus being like, I'm just going to show up and I'm going to give as much value to my audience as possible. Or I'm just going to show up and I'm going to talk nonstop about my product or my service or share nonstop about my art because I'm really excited about it. That's going to be a million times more magnetic. And there's no proving energy in that. It's just excitement. Which, like, tell me... Unless you're, like, just a miserable person. Or maybe you're also about to start your period. (laughs) But, like, when somebody else is exciting about something, that shit is so fun. Like, it is it is so magnetic. I honestly think this is why I became a Swifty. And, like, I'm so glad I did it. It's, I love being a fangirl. I am, like... I... Everything you can fangirl about, almost I fangirl about. That's not necessarily true. As far as music goes, like, I'm such a fangirl as far as music goes. I love being obsessed. I love knowing everything. I love, like, it's so fun to me. And it truly feels like Christmas that I'm just coming into Swifty Nation. Because (laughs) it, there's so much to dive into. But I truly believe, like, the reason that I, um got into this is feeling everybody's excitement. You can't ignore it. And if you're mad about it, like do some inner work. (laughs) Join me. I get it. Like I, I'm telling you, if there's somebody who gets hating Taylor Swift, it is me to my core. And there's still a part of me who cringes so deeply in my obsession, but it's happening. Um, I remember the, honestly, the way that I got into this era of mine era of mine, everybody likes to make fun of how I say era I don't know why I say it that way I just say era um this era of mine is one of my clients uh I'll shout her out Holly of the common room shop she posted, she went to one of the first tours and she posted concert videos and I saw them and just had full body chills. And in that moment I texted Lexi and I was like, I have to go to one of Taylor's shows with you. Like you can't ignore that energy. And I also think that's interesting, the type of people who are like, nobody cares about your concert videos. There's millions and millions of people on tiktok right now that all they want to do is watch taylor swift concert videos and i'm one of them i am literally one of them my for you page is literally just videos of her tour so ignore the people who say no one wants to see your concert videos because i love watching people's concert videos if it's someone i care about i like if i care about the artist i love watching their videos sometimes if i don't care about the artist it makes me want to go so ignore the haters as always, or post in spite of them. Um, okay. The next thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, which do I want to talk about first? Let's first talk about what if manifestation is actually simple. So there's a big, a big, a big pull, a big shift in the manifestation community where I feel like it's been happening for a couple years. And people want to make it way more complicated than it is and they want to explain it and they want to have like, they want to explain it by neuroscience and they want to explain it by this and that and whatever. And I think it's just interesting because all the people who I know who are kind of anti-typical manifestation, then when they are, then when they talk about their experience of like, I used to do this and it didn't work. And like, then I started doing this and then it started working something that I just wonder, I don't have the answer to this, but it's very interesting to me that this, this way that they were manifesting before, quote unquote, didn't work. But then now they've built that amount of success that they were trying to manifest. (laughs) So in my opinion, I'm like, the simple way did work it just took you a couple years to get there but the simple way actually did end up working and so I just want to put like a tiny plug out there for like what if it gets to be simple and what if it just is your vibe attracts your life and like all you have to do is say what you want and then take the opportunities as the universe presents with presents you with and then keep running like crazy towards what you want. And by running like crazy, I mean get in the river and float to whatever it is that you want. I don't know. I just, I, and I, this might be a little bit of a half-baked thought, but I've just been thinking about this a lot lately where I'm like, even with myself, sometimes I'm like, oh, this thing didn't work or this vision board didn't work or I was focusing too big or whatever. But then I look back at the things I was calling in five years ago and I'm like, I have them now. It took five years, but I have them. So it's like, did it not work or did it not work? work as quickly as we were hoping for it too. So something just to think about and something to play around with. I think, I don't know, I just always like to remind myself that it's way easier that I'm making it. The manifestation is way easier than I'm making it. Running a business is way easier than I'm making it. And I think the challenge honestly is in letting it be easy and in, in, in it, taking a step and letting that step be enough (laughs) in the moment instead of taking a step and then being like oh my god like now I have to do this now I have to do this now I have to do this and keep chipping away at the diamond and keep doing this it's like let that step be enough let that consistent daily action or weekly or whatever the thing is let that be enough and trust that that's moving you there so a little bit of a half-baked thought I feel like I could like dive deeper into it with specific examples but I also think those I think the people who are not liking like uh easy forms of manifestation of course they they have a purpose and I feel like this community and I feel like there's a lot of people who distrust um normal quote-unquote normal or how we've heard about it types of manifestation like the secret the law of attraction whatever they don't trust that anymore so they need somebody who's a little bit of a skeptic but for me I can easily err on the side of a skeptic where I'm like, I don't know. Is this true? Is this not true? And when I'm living in this space of just, I hate the word delusion. I hate the delusional movement. I'm sorry. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't like that word (laughs) because to me, the skeptic in me is like, I don't, I don't want to be delusional. Like, the word delusion means that I'm believing something that's not true. And so that there doesn't work for me. So (laughs) I'm sorry for that little rant. I don't like delusion movement. But I feel like I like to exist in this space of unknown magic. Where it's kind of like, like it's like Alice in Wonderland energy. Like, it's like, what's going to happen? Go down the rabbit hole. Follow this. Follow this. Like, it just feels like this... Kind of just unknown space feels much funner than me to me than like trying to figure it out and follow this exact process and do this step by step by step. I don't know. That's never worked for me as well as just like surrendering to the magic of it all and then doing shit that really excites me and being really committed to that. Last thing I want to talk about is hate following people (laughs) and I actually I threaded a couple weeks ago I love the idea of someone hate following me like I know a lot of people are really afraid of that of like someone hate following you to me, like, that's on them, I'm sorry, if you're hate following me, that is, like, completely on you, and I'm sorry that you're having to be triggered by my energy every single day, but, like, that has nothing to do with me, and it also feels like, it feels like, um, uh, obsession, like, an ex having an obsession with you, and, like, wanting to know what you're doing, and I'm, like, freaking do it, bro, like, do whatever you want, I don't care, um, so, anyways, that being said, I want to talk to you about if you're hate-following people or if you're following people who even just annoy you a little bit. I am psychotic about my boundaries with social media, and I don't mean that in the way of, like, how much social media I consume because I'm psychotic in the amount of social media I consume. I love social media. I love scrolling. I think it's fun. Like, I don't feel like I'm wasting my life away on social media. I genuinely enjoy my time when I'm spending it on there most of the time as long as I'm, like, not getting into, like, a five-hour TikTok scroll. (laughs) Um, That being said, as soon as somebody starts to trigger me at all or bug me or annoy me, I mute them. And there's a whole other group of people who could say that I need to look at that person and say, why are they triggering me? What's going on? What is this bringing up? What childhood wound is happening here? What is this mirroring in me that I'm afraid to see? What part of my shadow are they illuminating? But guess what? All of that takes so much energy. (laughs) I am a projector. I'm a classic projector. I have no motor centers defined. I function really well. And I have a lot of energy throughout the day for the things I'm excited about. If I'm sitting around all day long and getting triggered by people on social media, that is going to drain all of my energy. And maybe I'll be like the most quote unquote healed person and I'll be untriggerable by all of these people's content. But like, that's not my priority right now. My priority is make more money and have more fun. (laughs) And so those people that are triggering me, first of all, that's draining my energy. And I'm telling you somebody just saying something that just kind of bugs you is enough to set you on a spiral for that day and again I know I I know that there's tools you can use to make it so that that doesn't happen but what if you were using those tools to instead increase your abundance or increase your friendships and the relationships in your life like there's there's we have an abundance of time and time isn't real. And also we are existing on a linear plane. And so I feel like it's this back and forth of realizing, okay, we have as much time as we want, but also even if you have as much time as you want, do you want to spend a single second being annoyed by somebody? Like, no. And that's actually not the main reason, even though I have a lot of passion around that and don't want you to be wasting your time feeling annoyed by people. That's not the main reason I want you to stop hate following people and I do want to say this, I want to put this little asterisk here. If it's somebody, I I think there's, uh, there's politics to social media and that's the truth of it all. And I don't hate that. (laughs) Like I actually liked, I was somebody who liked the politics of a workplace. Like I like, I like the game of it all. I love that. Like, I don't know. I just, I like the way that those types of things work. I, I think my superhero, or my superpower, one of my superpowers, is I'm actually really good at relationships, and I'm really good at one-on-one relationships, not in a romantic way, but like in a, um, in a like workplace way, in a like um clients and whatever like I, I really treasure those and I also think I'm really good at forming close bonds with people and so I always loved that in workplaces because I feel like I was really good at climbing the corporate ladder because of that because that's what matters more than your talent I mean it's obviously the combination of both but it's a lot of it matters the relationships that you're forming that's true on social media too and I hear people like play such a pity party about this and they're like oh I just can't do this I just can't blah 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 it's like okay that's fine but like I promise you you're making it more difficult than it needs to be even people who are like I can't stand like the workplace politics it's like literally all you have to do is like randomly send a text to this person or that person of like a funny meme, or a, like it's so simple. It's literally so simple. This is another place that, like, we make it more complicated than it needs to be. Forming like relationships and having camaraderie with people who um, you just want to expand with is not that hard. But, anyways. There is a politics to social media. So if you have a friend or a close acquaintance or somebody who's been your client or something who's triggering you, annoying you on social media. I've done this with friends before where either we were, you know, not on close terms or we weren't hanging out as much and for some reason their social media was just bugging me. So I muted them. Muting is like the most fabulous tool we have now because you used to have to just unfollow them, which... I actually don't think that it's like, part of me wants to be like, fuck it. Unfollow them. Who cares? But there's also there really is this politics to social media. And I don't think it has to be a bad thing. Like, it's like, I, I would understand if somebody got annoyed by my content, I show up a lot. I'm annoying. I'm obnoxious. I sell nonstop. I talk about money. If I trigger you, please mute me or unfollow me. I don't care if you unfollow me. But like there is there is an energy where if somebody unfollows you, it feels like a little bit of a disconnect. And so just mute somebody if it's a close friend or a cl- past client or whatever. But the reason I really want you to do this isn't even because of your energy. It's because if you're showing up on social media and getting triggered by everybody else and getting triggered by how this person is selling or how they're showing up or thinking they are cringe and judging them, You are going to assume subconsciously that everyone is doing the same to you. You are going to assume that everyone is judging you. Everyone thinks you're cringe. Everyone's annoyed with how much you're selling. Because that's what you're experiencing on your social media. I... Honestly, I feel like those thoughts maybe come up like 1% of the time with me showing up on social media and it's because those thoughts don't come into my mind because I don't follow people who trigger me or I have people who annoy me on mute. And like I said, I know that this is something you could teach yourself not to be triggered by. Same thing with comparison. Like, I know you could teach yourself to be like, what they have, I can have too. This is the universe's way of showing me that. But if you're wasting all of your energy, your manifestation energy, comparing, but then talking yourself out of comparing, you're not going to expand. You're just going to be tired and you're not actually going to be taking the action to manifest the things that you want to create. So I'm telling you, one of the best things you could do for your business is unfollowing and muting the people who are annoying you, even if it's just the smallest annoyance. And then you can always, you can always, um, like go back and unmute them when you feel like you're ready to consume their content. Or maybe it's like just their stories that bug you, mute them on stories or just their posts or like, I think there's this, there's this pressure to not get triggered by things and there's this pressure to love everyone and it's an insane amount of pressure to put on ourselves because we're going to get annoyed by people and it doesn't mean they're a bad person or that we're a bad person. It probably just means that we had a random friend that hurt our feelings who reminds us of them in some way in the way they talk. And now it bugs us whenever we see them talking. Like it, it doesn't mean that someone's right or someone's wrong. It just means that the chemistry between the two is off and that's all it has to mean. And you don't have to go into it and make this huge story of reprogramming and releasing and whatever. Like You can literally just unfollow them or you can literally just mute them. And honestly, I want you to do that for a couple of weeks and then tell me how often you're worrying about being judged. Once you've taken everybody out of your life who you are actively judging and actively um, just like cringing at that feeling it won't exist as much in your reality it's like when you're cringing at them you're bringing that cringe energy into your aura and it's going to be easier accessible it's going to be more easy easy to say it's like you have all of these bubbles in your aura of emotions you can feel The ones that you have felt the most recently are going to be the ones that are easiest to grab onto and feel again. It's like when we're in a spiraling mood, when we're in a pity party mood, it's so easy to just spiral deeper. It's so easy to just feel more sorry for ourselves and more sad. And and it's because those emotions are close. We just felt those. So if you've been cringing all day at everybody on social media it's going to be easy to reach out and grab that cringe energy and reflect it back towards yourself or an employee or a, like, it's, it's just going to be easy to use that energy as like a a form of self-harm, right? Like, it's like that, that isn't going to feel good. Um, and so I just like to remove as many of those people and energies from my social media, As possible, especially Instagram, because Instagram is where I show up the most. Now, on TikTok and threads, sometimes I'll let myself go down rabbit holes because I do like feeling pissed off. Like, I love the passion behind feeling pissed off. I love, like, having a hot take. I love an opinion. I love, I love fighting with people online. I don't do it very much anymore because it does take a lot of my energy, but that energy is kind of fun and, like, it fuels me a bit. Um, but I don't do that on Instagram cuz Instagram is my safe sp- safe space. It's where I make the most amount of money. It's where it's like my home. And so I don't want to ever feel like I'm showing up in a way um that I'm worried about being judged or I'm worried about somebody thinking I'm thinking I'm cringe or whatever. I just don't want that to exist in my aura on that platform. So, that's that. Those are my thoughts if you're listening to this live, I am doing the most psychotic promotion for my birthday. I'm not going to talk about it here because I know you'll be bummed out if you listen to this episode later and you missed out on the promotion, but if you're listening to this before my actual birthday, which is August 19th, I am running a sale leading up to it that is so freaking juicy. It's really fun. I'm doing the whole theme is like 13 going on 30, which is cool to think about because I remember when I was 13 I was obsessed with the movie 13 going on 30 like I was obsessed I watched it it was the first chick flick like I ever watched first PG-13 movie I was allowed to watch I was obsessed with it I was in love with Mark Ruffalo um I was just like so obsessed and I always wanted I had this idea in my mind of like throwing this party for my 30th birthday that was themed 13 going on 30 which is like cringe looking at it but then I'm like also I did it (laughs) in a way like my cake said 30 flirty and thriving um and now I'm doing this whole promotion around it's essentially an online party around 13 going on 30 so I didn't even do that intentionally but as I was looking back through I had my mom send me some pictures of me as a 13 year old and as I was looking back through the pictures I remembered that I like had this desire to have a 13 going on 30 party so it's just fun it's fun to see how things manifest even if it's or 17 years in the future. I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for following my random rambles and random metaphors. I hope some of them were expanding. If this podcast helped you shift anything or helped you how to break through, I would love to hear. I never am a, like apologetic about asking for validation and asking for feedback on how this podcast episode helped you. If you enjoyed it, the, the best way for me to grow, the easiest way for me to grow is when you guys share to your stories. I appreciate it so much when you screenshot and share it literally is how I'm able to get in front of more ears or I guess inside more ears (laughs) it sounds sexual in a weird way um it's how I'm able to like get out there more and grow my brand and so I really do appreciate it when when you share it it doesn't go unnoticed so thank you for that thank you for being here and if you're listening to this before my birthday go head to my Instagram profile and you'll hear all the details about the latest promotion I'm running I love you and I will talk to you soon. Bye.